My name is Margaret, and I saw Goody Osborne dancing in the woods with the devil. My name is Adri, and I'm going to teach y'all about Breaking Bad for reals. My name is Gina, and I'm going to teach you the meaning of 988 and how it can save your life. What do all of these things have to do with the word witness? Find out in this week's episode of History Bluffs. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of History Bluffs, where truth is stranger than fiction. I want to welcome to the show your host, it's Alan! Hello! Welcome to another episode of History Bluffs. I am your host, Alan. These are our armchair historians. But uh, one thing to point out that this is March, this is Women's History Month, and we happen to have all female uh, historians today. So very cool. Very cool. Nice to have you, historians. I promise to treat you like any other historian. Uh, But it's awesome to have you all here with us today, ladies. Uh, But before we uh, start, I'm going to... You know what, Adam? I think we're going to first introduce our tech, Adam. Hey, Adam, how are you? Oh, come on. Hey, I'm good. Hi. It's good to be here. Adam, Alan. Adam, what we're going to do right now is I'm going to show the rules, actually, for the... For the folks watching or listening on our podcast. All right. Well, for those listening, here's a little little sting. Let's get those rules up. Alan, tell them how the game show works. Here they are. Historians are inspired by a topic. These stories must be true if they are, in fact, not the bluff. But if they are the bluff, then the premise of the story must be fictional. And you, the audience, are not allowed to help because that's cheating yeah that's right that's what we say anyway let's uh, get to know our historians a little bit better margaret coming to us live from chicago illinois is that right that is right i just wanted to make sure because we can never tell with this remote format we use but you're in another state not a state of being but a state of the country what (laughs) is the most Uh, memorable thing you've witnessed. Witness? Yes. Like been a witness. Yes, yeah, that you observed. You were a witness to. Oh my god. Oh, this, um, this could go anywhere. And if you yes. don't remember it, then it wasn't that memorable. <laughs> well, when I think about things I've seen, I just I have been thinking a lot about my days as a child in Orlando, Florida, going to see uh, SeaWorld shows and how like. There's a whole generation of kids that are never going to see people swimming with uh, killer whales. I mean, for good reason, but... Why? Why? What's the reason? (laughs) The orca (laughs) show. The orca show. Yeah, they keep keep people out of the water now. It's... uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's probably they should have not had them in the water at all, but, you know, I've seen it. I, mm-hmm. I've had dreams about it. It used to be my goal when I was a little kid. Like, I want to be an orca swimmer trainer. Um, and, th- you know, then I didn't want to. I wanted to be, like, yeah. a lawyer or something. But, um, yeah, I think that's a pretty interesting thing to have witnessed in a very short 
you know, in the span of humanity, there's right. a, only a very short amount of time people were <laughs> swimming with orcas. Well, I actually specifically to that, um, I really miss the the dolphin show they had there, the Blue Horizon yeah. show, which was so cool. They made a they made like a, a story attached yeah. to these these dolphins and stuff, and they're like. You know what? We're gonna change it because these dolphins are tired of being here for our amusement. It's like they also I don't hate. Think that's you. true. No, they hate stories. It's a fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just trying. They're out they're my critical. Because they're using their sonar location, and they're like that story yeah. does not add up to me. Okay. It turns out they're all like carnivores too. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. What about all the bait fish they eat? Does anyone think of their feelings? <laughs> Somebody is. Someone is. Someone is. Not they're, many people, though. Anyway, <laughs> wonderful thing. That's a nice thing to have witnessed that show. That's, uh, Speaking of Orlando, Adriana, you're in Orlando. Is that right? It is. Adriana, yeah. what's uh Yes. Well-deserved applause. Adriana. So, oh, thank you. Adriana, yes. what's uh same question for you. What is something that's. That that's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of memorable things you've witnessed. Um, so people who aren't from Orlando might not know that you can actually see the space shuttle launch from Orlando. So I've never seen it like by the Cape. I've always watched it from here and I'm always mesmerized by it. I think mm. it's one of the coolest things to mm. see something going into space from your backyard. I agree. Um, so that's I what agree. I would say, but I've witnessed a lot of things. And as a side note, when I was in high school, I played lacrosse, and my lacrosse coach was the trainer for Shamu. What? What? Oh, what are the odds? Making oh. connections. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Wild. And I will say that uh, the first time I witnessed a night launch was from Orlando, and that looks so cool. It looks like a street yeah. light in the sky. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gina, let's yeah. bring up Gina, hey, another up, Orlando Alex? resident. Gina, any any memories that you've witnessed that 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 sparks your memory? Um. Well, it was funny when you asked because the first thing that came to mind is what I'm going to tell you now because it was funny. Um, we were out. There's a McDonald's on um, International Drive in Sand Lake, right at that mm -hmm. corner, and it's really big and a lot of tourists. Is it the biggest one? The in world's yeah. biggest. It oh, might be, but it has like a, what the an amazing, is. yeah. So we were, yeah. we were there after work one night and um, we were going outside it was before cell phones when there were still pay phones because I'm old and they, and we saw a guy literally get hit by a car and he had, he, he like when he got hit, like stuff, Ouch. like body parts and stuff, <gasps> like went everywhere. But it oh, turns no. out, no, no, this is better. It gets better. It turns out he didn't, it, we thought he was dead. Like we thought, oh my God, better. it turns out he was carrying a thing of nachos. <laughs> and that's what got all over the streets, oh, not no. his brains. And the reason I say that is because we're watching this man and we're like, well, shit. So we go to the payphone call 911 and then we get, we see him get up and we're like, oh my God, yeah, he's alive. But then he ate something off of the street and we thought, oh my God, he's eating his brains. But it was the nachos. But we didn't know. <laughs> and it was so like, like surreal. <laughs> so, and then, crap. and then on a side note, in my first job interview, they said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a dolphin trainer. So, <laughs> Wow. Nice. Very there cool. Is. There it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, the Orlando specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all comes together. It's all about the Sea World. It all comes I back so. to Sea World. Yeah. Sea By World. the way, the world's biggest McDonald's, according to uh, Wikipedia, is the only McDonald's that to this day still serves McDonald's pizza. 
I didn't even know. That. Is it that one? <laughs> I think that one is the world's biggest play play area. McDonald's. Okay. Oh, it's one of those. It's one of those superlatives that are very specific. Yes. Oh, okay. well, I mean, they're not wrong on the play area. It's fun. Yeah. They say, but the McFlurry thing doesn't work regardless. So, <laughs> no, no need to go there ever, <laughs> ever. Uh, they need an act. They need one where that always works. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's. That's it for this phase of the show. I think we've explained the rules. Uh, mm-hmm. Adam, are we ready for the first round? Oh, man. Let's do it. With your permission, good Let's sir. Let's do it. I take us to round one. No. Wait. Why did that, what happened? Where'd round one go? It was a stutter Alan, step. It was a stutter step. Give, give me better permission. <laughs> give me better permission. I will do that once I figure out how to do so. <laughs> no, I just mean your blessing. I just need your blessing. You do it. There it is. I thought this was there a test question. Okay. That's all I needed. All right. Was, my was... blessing was what was missing from that. Now I understand. Clearly. All right. Clearly. So what I might want to... Uh, are we still doing the round tracker 9,000, Adam? Uh, let's see. Well, we were up to the 66,000, and we've gone with the Microsoft naming convention. Now it's just round tracker 8. Okay. I'll use that. Let's use the round tracker 8. Okay. All right, I'm going to put it up. Let's see. Hang on here. Uh, there we go. Uh, there it there is. is. Okay. Round That's tracker pretty. has been displayed. For those people listening and not watching, a beautiful set of tracking lights have appeared at the top of the screen, so we all know where we are yes. in the show. Also, That's I would right. like to point out to those of you listening that Adam also played the harp as he put that up. It was beautiful. I did. It's the dexterity required to tech this show is off the charts. You're insane. You, guys, you gotta watch us on YouTube. You're missing a whole other dimension of the show. Uh, let's bring up Margaret. We're gonna give her 75 seconds on the clock. And uh, yeah, okay. the word, in case you didn't know, is witness. Uh, yes, witness is the topic of this evening. Witness. And let's right, hear Margaret's take on the theme with a cannon shot. There it is. You go. Oh, it happened. It happened right when the train was going by. <laughs> yeah. Chicago life. Okay. You know what? This also goes with Women's History Month. Honestly, this is the Salem witch trials that we are going to talk about today. And the practice of using spectral evidence in a court of law. So these Salem witch trials happened in Massachusetts um, in 1692 and 1693 and started off when uh, some young girls, prepubescent girls, uh, like 9 to 20, honestly, started accusing people in the town of being witches. And the reason everyone started taking these girls seriously is because they would go into convulsions. They would have these fits. They would forget how to speak. Beak. They would not how be able to use their arms or their legs and sometimes would even cough up pins. Now, what they were claiming is that they were being tormented by specters of the devil that looked like the women they were accusing of witches. So spectral evidence being the devil taking on the form invisibly of someone else to torture someone else. Mm. Witchcraft. Oh, man. Man, mm-hmm. on Women's History Month, women 
women women besmirching women. other women it's unprecedented and hasn't happened since has never happened <laughs> gina what do you think of that uh, take on history well, I think that if I didn't get my period until I was 20, uh, then I think that I would not convulse. I'd be so excited. But I think that <laughs> the, spectral, the spectral evidence that she was looking for is probably a cable coming out of the house and going into a box underneath to uh, give you TV. I think that's what it was. And I would say back in the 1600s, that would be considered witchy, I think. Yeah, if you're getting cable but no one's showing up to repair it, that's definitely spectrum <laughs> evidence. Adriana, what's your take? Um, <laughs> my biggest takeaways were <laughs> like Alan were gets description. me. <laughs> Sorry, Adri. Oh no, you're good. You're good. Uh, um, I was just thinking that that Margaret's description of these nine to twenty year olds basically sound like your average day, like mall rat bitch, just throwing fits and. <laughs> And just, you know, tantrums and stuff and blaming other people for issues that they have. So I'm I'm vested and I'm I'm into the story. I can't wait to see what spectral evidence is and how it played out. And um, yeah, I need to know signs of the devil. Bring it. Yeah. Ruining reputations hundreds of years ago. Interesting. Uh, Gina. <laughs> We're going to give you a shot here in your first okay. round take on Witness. We're going to give okay. you center square, and you're going to get 75 seconds, starting with a bang. Okay. The year is 19, excuse me, the year is 1980. We go to Sullivan Community Co College in New York. Um, okay, so it's two hours north of the city, and this little kid, Bobby, who's a little bit anxious, it's his first day of school, and he feels a little bit, like, you know, self-conscious, but, you know, he gets dropped off he goes in for his first class and the best thing about the whole campus is like everybody's like hey bobby what's up you know they're waving at him they're saying hello a girl even comes up and gives him a little peck on the cheek and a hug and he's like wow they're just really friendly here and then like you know he kind of gets to his first class and then people are waving at him and he's all like this is great so he like his fears went away and things like that but the people weren't calling him bobby they just kept calling him eddie 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 and so finally um one kid comes up to him and says hey i have somebody i want to introduce you to um his name's eddie turns out eddie and bobby met they shook hands they had very big hands the same hands in fact because they were identical twins um what had happened was eddie had gone to the school the uh, previous semester but he wasn't coming back when people saw bobby who was his uh, identical twin, they thought, oh my gosh, Eddie did come back. So they were so excited to see him and Bobby didn't understand what was going on. And that's how he found out that he had an identical twin brother separated at birth. Mm. Fascinating. It sounds like the plot to Parent Trap, but <laughs> yes, it, it also <laughs> might really have happened. I don't know. Margaret, what's your take? <laughs> I... You know, The Parent Trap is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just deep in my heart want every missing twin story to be true. I want people to find their missing twins. Desperately. So I believe it. You believe it. Okay. Adri, what, what say you? So as an adopted person, I can't tell you how many times I've wished for this exact scenario to happen. So it's giving me hope that maybe there's my twinsy out there. You're going to hate uh, this story then, just so you know. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Perfect. Can't wait. Great. Can't wait. Wow. Where, were you, where were you born? 
I was born in Columbia. Uh, Ohio? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Columbus. South, Car- uh, South America. I almost said South Carolina. Not correct. Columbia is South in America. South Carolina. Yes. Oh, you were born in South America. The country. Okay. The country, yeah. There, there is a set of mistaken identity twins down there as well. Do you know? Oh, what? Just kidding. Oh, I don't. But they all look like. I'll tell you later. I gotta tell you later. Okay. Oh, that sounds like round two stuff right (laughs) there. Yes, yes. But we're still on round one, according to the Round Tracker Nine Thousand, which means we have one more person to tell her story. That's Adriana. Adriana, let's hear what you came up with for witness. Perfect. I forgot I was even here to tell a story, so this is great. Um, <laughs> this story takes place in Albuquerque, New Mexico on February 6, 1994. And on this day, acting future director of the CIA, his name was, was Floyd I. Clarks. His daughter, Marissa Clark, was returning to Albuquerque from her college that was a couple of uh, hours drive away to surprise her mom and dad at, at their home. Backstory to this family. Um, Prior to Floyd becoming the CIA uh, director, he was really deep in the CIA, um, focusing on drug cartels and breaking up, you know, drug trafficking. And he actually played a pretty big role in uh, taking down Pablo Escobar. Um, Due to the sensitive nature of his job, the Clark Clark family was always at risk for retaliation and at times were living in the witness protection program. Ah. Now, on this specific day, unbeknownst to Marissa, her father was out of town on assignment. And when she arrived home, nobody was home. So she unlocked the door and the alarm went off. But it went off in a specific way that meant to tell them that something was off in the house. Uh, It was like a like a it was. The, the way the alarm went off was to let them know that, like, the alarm had been messed with at some point. Mm. I'll continue with my story. All right. Round two. We will learn more later, but what we've learned before the round was that uh, Adri is from Colombia, and someone in her story brought down a famous Colombian. What are the odds? Yeah, what are the odds? slick, Alan. That's hey. <laughs> Margaret, what do you think? I... Oh my gosh, I'm I'd bated breath here. I'm like, what happened when they went in the house? I just want to know what went in the house. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that's going to swing the pendulum for me one way or the other on whether or not you're telling a true story mm-hmm. is what happens when we get into the house. Though I have not heard of an alarm that alerts you that it has been messed with. Mm. I don't know. Because the official. Well, these, were, oh, go ahead. these were CIA people. They were next level. Oh. This wasn't like oh, your, your average ring or brakes. Like, this was like CIA protection. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Very they might interesting. know. They might know. Mm-hmm. Gina, what do you think? Well, first, I would like to say to Adri, because, um, <laughs> because Margaret already thinks I'm not bluffing. So, <laughs> and she's not sure about you. Wow. So there's that. But then also, like, this is fascinating because CIA stuff is great. Um, and then I also, I absolutely deeply know, for better or worse, the story of Pablo Escobar and many things about it. So, so far, <laughs> you're, it, some of this is ringing true, but I don't know all the names. So I'm not sure either. But mm-hmm. um, but either way, I know I'm not lying. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> According to Gina. Well, she's not I know lying. I'm not lying. Ooh, so. so you're Uh-oh. not lying and I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. Oh, that's three not liars. How can it be? I'm not lying. How can it be? Alan's the bluff. Alan's the bluff. It's the host is the bluff. But according to this, we are done with round one, Adam. So what does that mean? 
Oh, with your blessing, sir. <laughs> with your blessing, we'll do let's it, go do to it. round. Let's go to round two. Come on. I did it. I feel I not blessed. It. I feel perfect. Oh. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> round two. Well, Gina, then we will bless you with starting off round okay. two with your story. But we're yes. gonna take some time off the clock. You're gonna no. only get one minute, I'm sixty seconds. Okay. Right now. That's right. Okay. So, um, so these two, this story goes in Newsday. It gets, you know, it's it's read, and then lo and behold, a third guy shows up, also looking like them. So it was like not just one, not just two. There are three of them, all looking the same. They have the, even when they got to meet each other and they did all these interviews across the nation. They were like, they had they had the same mannerisms. They all played the same sports in high school. They liked the same girl, you know, kinds of girls. They even smoked the same cigarettes. So like it was like so interesting, and they were interviewed all over the place. Um, but their parents were like, um, found out that they were all adopted from the same place. So they had gone to this place called Louise Wise in New York. Uh, it was an adoption agency that was very, very utilized by the rich and famous. And so they uh, no, they found out, uh, they did a little investigating and going, hey, how, you, how come you didn't let us know that there were other kids in this family? Like, why did you just give us the one? And they said, oh, that was our policy. We didn't, you know, we didn't break up, but you know, we broke up the sets because it was harder to, to rent out or not rent out. You know what I mean? To adopt out children. <laughs> I didn't mean to adopt children that were part of a group versus just one individual it was a harder uh, you know a harder sell so to speak you don't rent children never rent children <laughs> that's bad <laughs> gina came up with a new name for adoption agency it's now a, a child rental agency we're well, a new well, app idea blockbuster had to adjust <laughs> yeah. they, they had to change their business model Heaven. that's right there's always going to be new children not always new video cassettes <laughs> Adri, what what do you think? Red. Oh, I'm so excited about the whole rent out part. But uh, my mom has a ton of back late fees or whatever they call it. Um, um, so I'm starting to question, madam. I know you claimed your innocence, but uh, how is it possible that, like, I can believe, you know, two, like Lindsay Lohan's running into each other. Cool. But three. I can tell you, would you like to give me 20 more seconds of your time in the last round? <laughs> Gina, you're going to have to squeeze it into round okay, three. Okay, okay, okay. Makes it all the more exciting. Know. It's going to be tight. Margaret, what, what's your take? Yeah, I mean, obviously the story's getting less and less believable, but Gina's also kind of hinting at there's a twist. Mm. So I'm not sure it I think it depends on what is the twist because, you know, at this point, I don't believe that they're related at all. Oh. I think, you know, and I just saw this thing online that was like, look at these doppelgangers this, I don't know, artist found. Oh, and yeah. they these doppelgangers are doppelgangers mm. and they are, they don't look, I mean, they look precisely the same, but they're not related in any way. I think I've seen so those. That's possible. amazing. How about their mannerisms so, and their cigarettes? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so, so cool to need, you know, to see. It's fake. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm interested to what you say is real. Oh, I'm saying it's mm -hmm. all real, Margaret. I mean, that's the point of the show. <laughs> so. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Uh, we we've got all the rebuttals so far for Gina's story. Did I miss? Did it get? I think, mm -hmm. think we're good, Alan. All right. I got everyone's yeah. opinion. Just checking. 
I got distracted by someone trying to sell something in our chat section. So none, okay. none of that. I was wondering why. I was wondering you don't why have that. money. You cannot sell your products here. On That's how you know we've Bluffs. made it, Alan. That's I was just going to say. You must have yeah. some audience if you've got someone to sell it to. Uh, but anyway, we got, so that was Gina's uh, take on round two. Let's move mm-hmm. to Adri. We're going to hear a little bit more about uh, this CIA uh, scandal, as it were, and uh, we'll, we'll give yes. you the, the go right now. All right, perfect. So Marissa noticed that the alarm sounded a little bit different, uh, but she proceeded to enter the house. She didn't really think too much about it. Upon entering the house, she began to call out for her dog. The dog didn't answer. She continued through the house, looking for her dog, calling for her parents, but nobody was home. There was no response. Eventually, she made it to the back of her house, and she saw that the family dog was outside, kind of scratching on the sliding glass door, like begging her to come in. So she opens the door, the dog runs in, goes past her, doesn't even acknowledge her, runs up the stairs directly to her parents' room, and starts barking and scratching on their bathroom door like crazy, like, and she's like, what the hell is going on? So she runs up there after the dog, and she sees what he's doing, and she gets freaked out. So she goes to look for the family gun. Obviously her dad works for the CIA. They're all trained with guns. She knows exactly where it is, but the gun is not there. So in section three, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Nice cliffhanger. We love a good cliffhanger on History Bluffs. Uh, Gina, what do you think? Well, I wanted the gun to be in the dog's mouth. Is that wrong? That would be a dream, right? That would but, be a dream. But have it, however, her keeping the dog alive makes me believe her story. If I were telling it, I would have killed off the dog if I were bluffing. Because... And like it elicits empathy and people will be like she wouldn't just say a dog died that's a little clue for next time you watch but anyway that's what i would do if i were her so i'm starting to believe in the story now and i can't wait Sneaky. to see where it goes mm, yes. boy good good gets call. crazy good call um margaret we haven't heard that is kind of blowing my mind gina because i'm here thinking this is too exciting <laughs> this story is a movie. This story is from a movie. I didn't say I was just... a good storyteller. I said that's just how I would have played it. <laughs> I think that's what's that's what's tilting me in the other direction oh. is that I think this story is t- is too good. Mm. I think it's a good thing. Is it the story or the storyteller? You know, oh. Adrian, I don't know. All I wanted, I just want to know more. Okay. Well, you know what else we want to know more about is Margaret's story. Yes. And we haven't heard from her in round two. Let's hear some more about uh, witch trials and witch accusations. And we're going to, we're going to give you the, the 60 seconds right now. Okie dokie. So uh, in the uh, spectral evidence used, uh, we would actually have these girls in the courtroom while the uh, seven judges of the Salem witch trials were questioning the accused, while the uh, the little girls who were accusing them would be writhing and saying, "Ow, ouch!" <laughs> like seizing in front of them, um, and they would uh, this 
uh, things as they writhed, whimpered, babbled in the gallery, seemingly providing evidence of the specter's demonic presence. So imagine you are on trial. Every time you open your mouth, a little girl in the back is like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, people didn't know what to make of it. Some of the judges were like, this proves this proves it. Some were like, this doesn't. Uh But almost all of the time. Someone got hanged. Mm. Wow. Man. Imagine a world where people feign more pain than they're really in. I can't. can't, I can't. Can't imagine that. I can't. Not even professional sports, please. No. No. No one ever. Adri, what do you think? Um, I am like 50 50 right now like you know we all know that the salem witch trials happened um i can imagine girls acting this way but i can't imagine that they would hang hang somebody based off of these young little girls acting that way so i don't know i'm leaning more towards gina being the bluff um Wait, just because... that doesn't even make sense to what your your rebuttal to her thing was i'm just arguing back because i have to defend myself <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I heard just, an accusation. Yes, yes I, I am accusing Gina uh, because her story is less believable than Margaret's unbelievable story. Whoa. Well, this we is go. coming That's from it. Adri, who did a story about the Springfield, Massachusetts witch trials yes. in a previous episode. I'm an armchair historian. Yes. I know these things. Yes. Gina, let's yeah. hear your... Uh, what? Roll, let's bring up the round tracker. Where are we, Adam? Oh man, I'll tell you where we're at. We are at we're done. End. We're done with round oh, two. Round two. That's so it. that means we got to go to the next one, which is uh, according to that. Mm-hmm. That's that Wait. round right there, Adam. Did, did I get to rebut that? Oh, did you Alan reboot? Is... Reboot? What? Rebut? I didn't reboot. No. I didn't reboot. What's <laughs> <laughs> really your genus another... take before we go to round three, Adam? Yeah, All appreciate right, Gina, your blessing your on that. Um, so like, <laughs> <laughs> I Give her the center uh, square, Adam. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, sure. Let's go Hi, straight Adam. center. Gina? Oh, that's not me. There okay. we Hi, go. Adam. There we go. I did have um, a question for Margaret, if that's cool. That's really, I don't really have a rebuttal, more of a question. Right. Um, so you mentioned, and I, I'm, not, I'm not clear on this part of history. So you said 1692 to 1693. That was from your first round. Is that, it only was a year long? Like the whole Salem witch trial thing? Sir. Um, the like the most famous part in Salem, mm-hmm. that was a series of trials that uh, resulted in 19 people being hanged, a few others being pressed to death by rocks, some dying in prison oh. on accident. Um, and that was a specific Salem thing that honestly kind of rose out of two like rival families oh and a vacuum of power because these were colonies at the time and they were being governed by someone in England as well as a bunch of like girls who moved from other places to somewhere very rural. The settlement was only 60 years old at the time and uh, they were very bored. Yeah, and I they know. Were, like I got in a fight with were, one of my best I friends know. and like on the, on the bus one day, but I can't yeah. see like going, ah, if I was in a trial just to get her on. I mean, that's like, <laughs> so are, are you questioning me, Gina? <laughs> Maybe just a little. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, I am. Oh. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh. <laughs> She's in physical pain. Spectral evidence. Gina's a witch. Gina's a witch. Witch, 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 burn her. All right. Uh, before we move on to the next round, I want to request the audience, you have the power 
to yeah. give your input. We want to hear if you think you know who the bluff is or who you think is definitely telling the truth. You're feel mm. feel free to comment on your YouTube app or your what's the other uh, streamer here? Twitch. Uh, Twitch. We are also broadcasting on Twitch. Use your right Twitch now. app and comment there as well, and you'll you have some more time to do so. But right now, we're going to move on to the next round, Adam. Let's take it to round three. That's right, nice. round three, where the points are just as few as the first two rounds. So That's true. We, uh, I don't know if we got Adriana to start off any of the rounds. Adriana, have you been able to start off the round? Well, now you I will. Haven't, no. So you have right, let's do it. a shorter time than ever. I hope you have all your no notes in order. Do you? <laughs> I hope so. It's a lot to cover. All right, you got 45 seconds to wrap it up. Okay, so she couldn't find the the gun, so she runs to her room. She locks the door. She calls night. Uh, she calls the office that her dad works for. Immediately, they know something's wrong. They're like, "Don't worry, Marissa. We're sending out a dispatch." So she's like, "Okay." So she's just holding on the line with nine one one. A few minutes later, she sees like ten uh, police cars just running, like or not running, but like racing down the the, the street mm -hmm. that she lives in into the cul-de-sac, coming out, guns, you know, blazing. Two Apache helicopters come flying over her house because it's the CIA. So they're like, we got to go. So they come in. Um, they escorted her. They escorted her out and they went into the, uh, the bathroom. They found a bomb there. They evacuated the whole neighborhood and they had just enough time to get the bomb squad in. They detonated like a controlled detonation, but it basically still destroyed the house. And right now there's a playground in that exact spot because ah. they didn't rebuild. Ooh. Woo. Nice. Wow. Sorry, I went over. Wow. <laughs> I apologize, but that ending needed to That's come out. Fair. Yeah. So that, That's you know fair. how it is today. I love what happened to her parents. Well, her parents weren't home. Okay. Her dad her dad was at the store working Classic and her mom was kids. doing something, yeah. But they somebody had left a bomb in the bathroom of the house. Um, so somebody had gone in and tripped the alarm and tripped the alarm and the dog was outside freaking out. out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is good. Mm. Fewer mm -hmm. dogs died in this story than John Wick. So that's an interesting <laughs> take. Oh, that's a plus. Oh. Hey, Gina, yeah. what do you think? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm fascinated that it's a playground. <laughs> just, I just, that, that was a really cool detail that if you are bluffing, good job on your details because they're tricking me. <laughs> oh. Tricking me good. <laughs> Okay, Margaret, what thank do you, you think? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's still giving me movie vibes, but Playground did bring it back mm -hmm. to reality for me because I'm like, well, what is the city commissioner going to do with this space? <laughs> yeah. What would realistically happen? Yeah. <laughs> eh, slap a playground on it. <laughs> I don't know. So that's, that's making it lean truer to me. The Marissa ah. Clark Memorial. No, not Memorial. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no one died. No one died. Yeah. Mm. It would have just been a, a playground. Yeah. It, Everyone's yeah. fine. All yeah, right. Story. Well, you know what? I want to hear uh, how the witch, witch accusations wraps up. So let's bring Margaret in the center square here and we're gonna wrap this story up cool um so eventually the witch trials were ended enough people were you know accused falsely accused murdered by the state died in prison it didn't actually stop stop until someone accused the governor's wife of witchcraft uh through spectral 
uh, torture. And at that point, the governor comes in and he's like, you know what? Um, no, we're not doing this anymore. We're going to shut this down. And he looked at all the cases and any case where there was spectral um, tor- torment of any sort, he dismissed the cases immediately. And this has gone on to have long reaching impacts in American court systems. For instance, we now have the right uh, to cross-examine one's accuser to ask questions of these these people who are like, ow, ow, you're hurting me. Now your counsel may question them. <laughs> that didn't happen before? And that is a law. <laughs> so before that, that, there was no cross-examination, huh? Wow. Not officially. Mm, I mean, people I would... might have asked yeah. for fairness, but now it is huh. officially your right. A hundred years later, when America was revolutionized and founded, right. and we made our Bill of Rights, People did have the Salem witch trials like, you know what? <laughs> you have a right to a fair and speedy trial, mm. including, yeah, for yeah. instance, My- not having <laughs> someone say you're tormenting them uh, as a ghost fair. in front of you. And we're going to we're just going to ask some questions if that's happening. Interesting. Gina, what, what do you what do you think? I like the, my bad, my honor, my best friend and I just got in a fight. (laughs) Like, I think that's, you know, like, that's a good uh, uh, rebuttal slash defense. (laughs) It's like, but you Mm. can't question it. So it's a good thing we can now, just in case some girl is, you know, PMSing or something like that, you know. And I say that as a woman and I don't have PMS. I'm sorry. It's not true always. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll have to take your word for that on Gina. Uh, Adri, what do you think? Um, just, you know, <laughs> just shaking my head because those girls probably caused such a delay in women's rights and women's equality and the women's <laughs> movement. They were just such a setback. But I do have one question. <laughs> were the witches that died or got murdered, uh, were they ever pardoned by the state? Oh, yeah. Or anything like that? The last so-called witch was pardoned in 2001. Whoa. Um, what? But Wait. Uh, around 10 years later, the, I don't know, mayor of the town, I forget, was <laughs> he called for a day of fasting <laughs> and repentance and uh, made everybody think about what they did oh. in Salem oh. 10 years ago. <laughs> and after that, after everybody fasted and, and thought about it for a day, everybody came forward and said, you know what, that was messed up of us. We're really... We're really sorry. Wow. wow. How noble of them. I know. Wow. And then the that's haunting an, stopped. An <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Good. Yeah, yeah the haunting's over. Oh, uh, finally. Sorry. All you had to do was skip they a few meals. Kill two devil dogs. With a devil Aww. dog. So, see, that's good. You throw that detail in. Now I'm like, oh, that's probably, you know, so nice. Dogs <laughs> believed to be linked to the devil. Mm. Wow. Oh, okay. No such thing. Okay, okay. I'm hearing hearing Ghostbuster references now. Uh, We got to move on to the next historian. Actually, we have only one historian that didn't go in the third round, and I believe that is Ms. Gina. Okay, yes, and I have to go fast. Yes, you do. Okay. 
Okay, so um, the triplets opened a restaurant when they had, fa- you know, they had families and they lived their whole lives hanging out together. But then um, when the restaurant kind of was failing a little bit, one of the brothers left and Eddie, the one that was originally mistaken, um, was very sad. And this is a sad part of the story. He killed himself. Um, he was just he was just entirely sad. Then they find out that the whole Louise Wise Adoption Agency did this as an experiment from 1960 to 1969, and they separated 10 families, and they um, put them in different socioeconomic households to see how they would fare and whether nature versus nurture uh, won out. Um, and they, the uh, results are at Yale University and won't be released until 2066. The numbers 988 are very important. If you or anyone that you know or love is thinking of committing suicide do not call 988 they will help you and you will be alive and it will be worth it and we in you know that would be great so if no for no other reason i'm not bluffing tonight that part (laughs) of the story is very real as is the rest of it and um please know that and write it down and keep it with you very nice that's right so cheers Gina, to be clear, she's not saying do not call 988. She's saying do not commit suicide and do call 988. If you think about it. If you're, if even you're thinking, thinking about, about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it all starts with thinking, and I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. Margaret, what do you say? She's thinking. Did Yale University conduct an extremely messed up experiment wherein... Families were ripped apart and separated, put in different socioeconomic classes. I don't doubt it, (laughs) but I also think it's too, once again, too good of a story. I know, but I will just, I'll just like point out just so that we're not sued by a big university that Yale University didn't have anything to do with the experiment. <laughs> it was the person who did it had, uh, had in, when he died, he wanted it to be sent over there and his instructions were that it couldn't be released in 2066. Oh, the theory being that everybody that was involved in the experiment would be dead by the time that it happened, that it was released. Oh. No man. Is it ten thousand? Yeah, it's a ten thousand page document, and nobody knows exactly what the experiment was supposed to exactly be, except his old assistant. Whoa, Adri, what do you say? Too good. Wow, I am all over the place right now. I'm with Margaret that it's too good of a story. Uh, It's kind of crazy that these triplets would meet and then go into business together (laughs) and open a restaurant. I'm heartfelt by the sharing of the 988 number. And then I'm also bummed out because if this experiment was done to me, I ended up in the socioeconomic class that wasn't the greatest. So. <laughs> Man. A lot to think about. Dr. Neubauer, what are you doing? Mm. Dr. Neubauer. Wow. Neubauer. Adam, is that all of our round tracker 9000 that has to offer? Looks like we are all set up. All right. That's Audience, it. you still have the opportunity to weigh in. Uh, there's a few of you watching and a lot of passive passivity going on from our audience so maybe this is a quiet type audience i don't know or Or they're just all trying to sell us something you're all a bunch of bots you're all just bots bots. trying to sell us on nonsense all right so what i want to know now is the rest of our historians uh gina who do you think is the bluff Ooh, I don't know because I love both of the stories. I will vote for my, if I could, I'd vote for myself only because I like both of their <laughs> stories. But so I can't. So Margaret's right below me, so I'm gonna vote for her. Because oh. I don't know enough about that history or that period. And I like the playground angle, whether it was a bluff or not, you got me. <laughs> so. Interesting. Okay. Adri, what do you think? 
Um, I'm going to vote for Margaret just because it just seems just crazy that all of these lives would be altered over silly girls. Silly teenage girls. Whoa. You know what that means. Margaret's... (laughs) Every time you talk, Everyone who (laughs) could vote for you, Margaret, has voted for you. You've been accused, Margaret. (laughs) Just like the people in your story. Margaret, who shall you return the volley to? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's Women's History Month, so I want to give you both an equal chance. Ah! Oh, no. Gina, you're the bluff. Gina's the bluff, according to Margaret. Okay, that means Adrian has zero votes. If Adrian is the bluff, she killed it. She Slayed did. It she gets away scot free. <laughs> as the it happens sometimes. It does happen, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. would be the uh, all-out winner. But I don't know who the bluff is, but our tech does. Adam, let's let's hear your take. <laughs> Okay, all right, we've got our historians lined up, and I hold the secret knowledge which I will reveal to everyone now. Could your bluff have been Gina? Was your bluff Margaret? Or could your bluff get Scott away free with Adrian? I will reveal now. Hold on to your booties. Your bluff this whole time has been Adrian. She did it. She did well it. Done. Uh, <laughs> well done. Excellent work. Very, Excellent work. Very good, Adrian. <laughs> very good. It's very good, Margaret, too, because that was... Very good, very good. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I want to support <laughs> women's rights, but I also want to support women's wrongs. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, There's no better way to support than that way. This is true. Is there wow. really a playground there, though? I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so um, that true that story is mostly true. But what ended up being in the bathroom was a, um, uh, I think they call it a nylar balloon. Oh, the floaty helium balloon? Yeah, the floaty balloons mm-hmm. that the dad had given the mom for Valentine's Day and the dog hated it. So the dog ah! tripped, tripped, the, uh, tripped the alarm. And everything else is true except for the whole bomb yeah. part, too. Yeah, you know my granddad shot one of those. A mylar balloon, not a dog, no, right? Balloon? Not a dog. Oh no! Oh, oh. <laughs> what did he shoot? Exactly one of those balloons. It was a get well soon balloon, wow. and it looked like a person, and it like deflated in their bedroom while he was awake. So it's like this. Oh! Head. Oh wow! That is scary. In the in middle of the night, that would spook me. I know. Wow! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> and we and learned then, about you know, the long lost triplets, Gina. Yeah. Oh, so the saddest part about that is that there were many, many other people who had been involved in it, and several of whom also committed suicide because part of the experiment oh. was to find. Um, part of the experiment had to do with um, also placing. So what they did was they picked families who had already adopted. Uh, so that they knew that they could uh, send people into their house to investigate and kind of keep track of it. They took videos and film and a whole bunch of data. And then uh, they also picked families who potentially could have mental illness in their family just to see. And I think that's awful because so many people have died. Just so that you know, if you find your long lost um, relative or someone and it doesn't turn out the way that you want or that you wish, um, just remember that you have people around you who love you and that 
um, what's important. Uh, it, it might feel like, oh, the part of you is missing our part of you. But at the end of the day, the, your tribe is your tribe. And um, just, you know, be be exceptional with those people and the people that don't uh, pay attention to your life. Um, you don't need them. That's, you know That's what I mean? True. Like, move on. Um, so I hope that you find love in your life. And uh, I hope that the people who are involved in that understand that this was a sick person who did it and it had nothing to do with you and that mm -hmm. you should just love the family mm -hmm. you have. And if you meet other people, it's terrific. And I hope I wish nothing but the best for you all. All right. It was well, also it was made into a movie PS. It was called Triplets. Um, and it won, I think, the Sundance Movie Award. Uh, for wow. It is a movie. Yeah. Nice. And real history. All right. Well, right. way to wrap up Women's History Month, ladies. And uh, mm -hmm. That'll be our last March episode. Yeah. But uh, all of you watching or listening at home, please tune into the next episode and tell your friends, like and subscribe us yeah. on YouTube, on Twitch, and on your podcast uh, streaming option of choice. Adam, take us out. All right, you got it, Alan. Thank you for being our host. We are History Bluffs, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Tune in, learn something with us. Oh,